Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. Have you ever taken more than you needed? It happens to all of us. When we're tempted by something, we sometimes end up going a little overboard. But in today's story, an entire town learns that when you bite off more than you can chew, it can leave a very bad taste. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today, our story is called The Missing Mountainside. Versions of this tale come from Taiwan, a mountainous island off the coast of China. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this tale, including Karen Huey, whom you kids may know from the animated series Abominable and the Invisible City on Hulu, and whom you grown-ups might know from the Fox comedy Welcome to Flatch, now in its second season. So circle around, everyone, for the missing mountainside. If you visit the island of Taiwan, you'll find many hills and mountains And one of those mountains has a most intriguing history. It's known as Banping Mountain, or Half Screen Mountain. And it has that name because when the mountain first formed, one side had a totally flat face, like a screen. It was as if someone had taken the biggest knife you've ever seen and sliced part of the mountain clear away. Science says this unusually flat face was the result of tectonic plates and movement of the Earth's crust. But legend says it was the result of something else entirely. And it all began long, long ago in a bustling town at the mountain's base. The town was home to a lively marketplace where people flocked from hither and yon to haggle over flowers and fruits, silks and spices, rugs and rice, One day, an old woman with long, silvery hair showed up at the marketplace. She was pushing a rickety cart with a bright silver pot on top. Dumplings! Steaming dumplings here! Get them while they're hot! The dumplings in the woman's pot sent a delicious aroma wafting through the marketplace. And before long, dozens of market-goers were jostling for a place in line. I must get my hands on those dumplings. They smell amazing. Tell us, old woman, how much do they cost? The old woman tapped a wrinkled finger to her chin. Hmm, how much do my dumplings cost, you ask? What a marvelous question. I was thinking I would sell one dumpling for one copper piece, two dumplings for two copper pieces, and three dumplings for free. The market-goers were taken aback. Um, you aren't serious, are you? Surely, you must be joking. 
Are you actually telling us that you'd sell one dumpling for one copper piece? And two dumplings for two copper pieces. But you give away three dumplings for free. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. I would never lie. But these dumplings aren't going to sell themselves. So uh, let's start with you, sir. The woman turned to the first person in line. How many dumplings would you like? Well, if you're really giving three dumplings away for free, then I'll take three dumplings. All righty, then. Here you go. And you, ma'am, how many dumplings would you like? I'd like three, of course. Why pay for just one or two when I can get three for free? Why, indeed. And how about you, sir? How many dumplings would you like? Is there any question? I'll take three. All day long, people lined up at the old woman's cart to buy her dumplings. Though I shouldn't say buy, because all they did was take. Not a single person paid for one or two dumplings. They all took three for free, then gobbled them down with gusto. Oh, these dumplings are delicious. Absolutely scrumptious. I could eat these all day. What do you think the old woman puts in them? Hmm, I can't really tell. Rice, I think? And mushrooms, maybe. Or some kind of meat? I don't know. I don't know either. But what I do know is that if that kooky old lady comes back tomorrow, I'm going to take all the free dumplings I can get. So am I. Me too. Me three. Much to everyone's delight, the old dumpling seller did come back and offered the same curious deal as yesterday. One dumpling for one copper piece, two dumplings for two copper pieces, and three dumplings for free. Once more, crowds of marketgoers swarmed to her cart. And can you guess how many dumplings each of them ordered? That's right. I'll take three dumplings. Give me three dumplings. I want three delicious dumplings. Now. The old woman wasn't earning a cent, but she didn't seem to mind. She wore a big smile as she gave her dumplings away. And as her customers stuffed themselves silly, she had a twinkle in her eye. My, my, my. There seems to be no end to these people's appetite and no bottom to their stomachs. But if everything goes as I hope it will, they'll need a very strong stomach to handle what I have in store. What do you think the dumpling seller is cooking up, other than dumplings? We'll find out what happens after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today, our story is called The Missing Mountainside. Before the break, in the marketplace at the foot of a mountain, a mysterious old woman was offering appetizing dumplings at an unusual price. One dumpling for one copper piece, two dumplings for two copper pieces, and three dumplings for free. The old woman attracted throngs of customers, all of them making the same demand. Give me three dumplings. Three free dumplings. And be quick about it. This happened over and over again. But then, at the end of the week... A young woman wearing worn-out shoes and a patched-up shirt got to the front of the dumpling seller's line. Excuse me, ma'am, but I've been hearing all week about your amazing dumplings, and I'd love to have a taste. So I'm wondering, may I please have just one? A hush fell over the crowd. The old woman cupped a weathered hand over one ear. I'm sorry, young lady, but I can't always rely on these old ears of mine. Did I hear you correctly? Did you really order just one dumpling? Well, yes. Just one dumpling. The other market-goers stared at the young woman in disbelief. You're seriously ordering just one dumpling? Then you must have dumplings for brains. Didn't you hear the old woman's offer? It was one dumpling for one copper piece, two dumplings for two copper pieces, and and three... three dumplings for free. Yes, I know. I've heard all about it, but this old woman of whom you speak, all week long, she has carted her heavy load of dumplings to this marketplace, and from what I hear, all week long, she has fed everyone, everyone, for free. Is that true, madam? The old woman nodded. Well, yes, my dear, it is true. So people near and far have been raving about your dumplings, yet no one has seen fit to pay you a cent. Am I the only one who sees how wrong that is? You deserve to make a living, just like the rest of us. What you don't deserve is to be taken advantage of. So here. The young woman reached into her pocket and pulled out one copper piece. Times have been hard for me lately, and I have just enough money to pay for one dumpling. But it's better than nothing. The old woman gazed at the copper piece. Then she gazed at the young woman and grinned. Good lady, good, good lady, I wish to thank you. You see, I was hoping this day would come, and thanks to you, it has. Well, it's only one copper piece. I wish I could afford more, but... No, it's plenty. Your one copper piece is more than enough to show me 
that you have passed my test. The market-goers exchanged a confused look. The young woman was pretty mystified herself. Test? I don't understand. What kind of test are you talking about? Well, the truth of the matter is, I am not a kooky old dumpling seller, as many people have come to call me. I am actually the spirit of the mountain that looms over this village. A powerful entity who has been seeking a trustworthy and true-hearted soul to reward for their goodness. And you, my dear, you are that trustworthy and true-hearted soul. You are the one I have been waiting for. And as such, you shall receive a well-deserved reward. The mountain spirit lifted the dumpling pot and placed it in the young woman's hands. This dumpling pot is for you. Keep it in your possession, and whenever you are hungry, just reach inside, and a fresh-made dumpling will be waiting. The pot's magic will only work if you just take what you need. But something tells me you won't have a problem with that. Wow! Mountain Spirit, I thank you. Truly. And I thank you. Truly. But as for everyone else... She shot the rest of the crowd a withering glance. I want all of you to look up. Lift your heads and take a peek at the mountain towering above you. Tell me what you see. The market-goers did as they were told and craned their necks upward. And what they saw made their jaws drop. (gasps) The side of the mountain! It's no longer there! It's like somebody sliced it clear off! Or chopped it clear away. But where has it gone? What have you done with it? The question is not, what have I done with it? The question is, what have you done with it? The market-goers were too stunned to speak. The mountain spirit fixed them with a steely stare. Ladies and gentlemen, the dumplings you've been eating all week long were not real dumplings. They were made from the stones of the mountain. And now, thanks to your self-serving actions and gluttonous greed... Half of the mountain is gone, never to return. So let this be a lesson to you all that sometimes what is taken away cannot ever be replaced. And with that, she raised her head, waved her arms, and disappeared. The market-goers felt their hearts throb with remorse, and their stomachs ache with pain. Because all of a sudden, they could feel the heavy, rocky pieces of the missing mountainside churning in their bellies. I wish I could say that's the end of the story. But years and years later, humans began eating away at the mountain again. You see, sometime in the 20th century, Banping Mountain became a quarry with miners chipping away at the mountain's precious limestone and carting it off to sell. So these days, Half Screen Mountain no longer has that 
sheer cliff drop, like someone sliced one side clear away. Instead, it has sloping sides all around. But even though it looks much like many other mountains, it can still serve as a towering reminder to take only what we need and never bite off more than we can chew. Now it's your turn. It's hard to believe, but our 200th Circle Round episode is coming up. And guess what? We want you to be a part of it. We're inviting listeners like you to send us recordings that we'll use in the show. All you need is a smartphone or some other recording device. And, well, you! Find a grown-up and ask them first to record you doing a cheer. It could be yay! It could be hooray! Either way, this cheer will be a very important part of our 200th episode. The second thing we want you to record is a line you've heard me say more than a few times now, and that line is, thanks for circling around with us. Once you've got your cheer and your thanks for circling around with us, ask your grown-up to email your audio to circleround at wbur.org. It can be one audio file or two, and grown-ups, please be sure to include your child's name so we can give them a shout-out on the show. And hey, if you missed anything I just said, no worries. You can find all the instructions on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. This week's story, The Missing Mountainside, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Nora Sachs. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Sabina has drawn a black and white coloring page for all 190-plus Circle Round stories, and you can color them in while you listen. Grown-ups, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Coloring Pages. And while you're at wbur.org slash circle round, you can find a link to our new picture books, adapted from some of your favorite Circle Round stories. Just click on Books. Special thanks to this week's actors, Theodore Chin, Rishi Kesh Hirway, Shelley Lee, Jessica Rao, Nick Shali, Don Ursula, and Karen Huey. Kids, listen for Karen in the animated series Abominable and the Invisible City on Hulu. And grown-ups, check out Karen in the Fox comedy Welcome to Flatch, now in its second season. And one more big thanks this week. We'd like to give a grateful shout-out to the science professors who helped with the technical details of this story. Will Wiemet at the University of Connecticut and Dr. Tony Lee at National Taiwan Normal University. Our featured instrument this week was the pipa. To learn more about this ancient plucked instrument popular in Taiwan and to see a photo of Eric Shimalonis playing it, visit our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Grown-ups, if you enjoy what you hear on Circle Round, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps keep us going strong, so we can circle around with you for years to come. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear, and one more time, thanks for circling around with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. 
This is Adam from Burntsville, Maryland. My favorite circle round story is the three lumps of clay. I like the part when Beerball helps the other characters. Thank you, Rebecca Shear and Eric Shimalonis. We love you. My name is Louise, and I live in Madison, Wisconsin. And my favorite circle round story is Fair Feathered Friends. My name is Mary, and I'm from San Francisco. My favorite story is the fantastic fiddle, and I like the part where nobody can stop dancing, and the rancher says, "This is a wicked spell." My name is Palmer, and I'm from North Carolina. And my favorite circle round is the Days of Honey. I like the part when the gore tricks the deeds. My name is Jennifer. I'm, I'm from Oklahoma, and my favorite story is the rice cakes and the oni. I like the part when the oni eat the rice cakes. My name is Claire. I live in Hawaii. I'm Kailua, and my favorite circle round story is the golden coconut. I like the part when the grandma says. This is my golden coconut. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org/circleround, or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.